0: Oh, good morning, morning. a very warm welcome to our service of worship in which we celebrate Holy Communion. Our call to worship comes from Romans chapter 5. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. You see, at just the right time, When we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though for a good person someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So let us worship God as we sing our first hymn of praise, The King of Love, my Shepherd is, Mission Praise number 649. Let's pray together. Gracious God, our loving Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day when we can come together into your holy presence through our Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. And we thank you that through him we may know our sins forgiven, our lives made new by the power of your most Holy Spirit. As we gather around the table of our Lord, we ask that you would help us to prepare our hearts and minds to receive your strength, to be renewed in our faith by your word and by the sacrament of Holy Communion. Help us, dear Lord, to lay down our burdens at the foot of the cross of Jesus knowing how much you love and care for us as our Heavenly Father. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known and from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you through Christ our Lord, Be gracious to us in your faithful love. In the fullness of your mercy, blot out our misdeeds. Wash away our iniquity and cleanse us from our sin. In your great tenderness, create a pure heart in us and give us a new and steadfast spirit. Renew our joy and give us peace. For the sake of Jesus Christ, our Lord, gracious God, you have assured us of your continuing love and by your mercy you bring us to the table of your Son, our Lord. Help us to feed on him by faith that nourished by this sacrament we may live to your honor and glory through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Well, today we're going to be looking at a Bible verse which says in the New Living Translation, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience god's peace because there are times when we do feel worried or afraid and we need to be reassured and so we're just going to reflect on a a bible story today in which jesus friends were very worried and very afraid and they needed to be reassured by jesus and so to have our first slide. So there we have uh, Jesus is actually in the boat, but you can't see him because he's sleeping. And uh, his friends uh, are there with him, and it's been a very busy day. Jesus has been telling people about God, and so he's having a rest, and they're sailing out in the Sea of Galilee, but then a storm comes up. And uh, it's a huge storm, and it gets bigger and bigger, and the waves get bigger and bigger, and the wind gets stronger and stronger, and their little boat is going up and down, and Jesus' friends are getting very scared and very worried, and so they eventually go and wake Jesus up and say, Lord, help us. The waves are too big. We're not safe. Jesus stood up in the boat and said, Wind and waves be still, and straight away the wind and the waves stopped. And Jesus' friends were surprised and amazed and said, "Even Jesus can even tell the the storm to stop, and it stops. Only God can do that." And then they knew that they were safe with Jesus, even in the storm. And what a wonderful discovery! Jesus friends made that day because God is greater than all the wind and the waves greater than everyone and everything and he can help us when we're facing things that might be a bit scary that make us worried or afraid and Jesus can help us in the times when it does seem like we are in a storm he can help us and keep us safe through the storms And there's a Bible verse in Psalm 56, verse 3, which King David prayed. It says, when I am afraid, I put my trust in you. And that's a prayer that we can all pray to God. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. We're going to be thinking a little bit more about how we can have peace in the storms of life a bit later on. But let's uh, pray about that now. God we thank you that you are greater than everyone and everything and that you are bigger than any storm. Help us to always trust in you and to remember to call out to you whenever we are worried or afraid. Amen. Well our next hymn is all about God's peace and it's about thinking about when we receive God's peace, when we give him our worries and concerns and he gives us his peace. Um, We can share that peace with others by helping them in various ways, and uh, we're going to be singing about that uh, just now as we sing our next hymn, Make Me a Channel of Your Peace, Mission Praise number 456.
1: Our Old Testament lesson this communion morning is taken from the book of Numbers, Numbers chapter 6 and reading from verse 22 to 27. Numbers 6 and at verse 22. The Lord said to Moses, tell Aaron and his sons, this is how you are to bless the Israelites say to them the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. So they will put my name on the Israelites and I will bless them. Our New Testament lesson is to be found in Paul's letter to the Philippians. Philippians chapter 4 and reading from verse 4 to verse 9. Philippians 4 and at verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. Amen. God will bless to us these readings from his holy word. Let us join in the singing of nothing but the blood And this will be led by Santosh and family.
2: The blood of Jesus is what we are going to magnify the only source that is able to cleanse us from all our sins and make us whole in his presence and it is through his blood that we receive healing not just in our body but also in our spirit and souls so let's all sing about his blood and worship him what
3: can wash away my sin nothing but the blood of Oh I do
0: pray? I think I'm on. (laughs) Let's pray together as we come to God's word. Lord God, we thank you for this time when we can think about the peace that we get through our Lord Jesus Christ, of his sacrifice and all that you have for us. We recognize, Lord, that there are times, even every day, that we do not feel peace in our hearts, in our minds, and Certainly in our world, we do not always see peace. So we ask, Lord, that you would help us to discover the peace that you have for us through our Lord Jesus Christ. It is not just for us, but for our world, for the people that we love, for the people that we share our lives with. So we ask that you would speak to us clearly by your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, the the blessing that we know as the Aaronic blessing, because it was given to Aaron, the uh, first of the line of high priests in uh, Israel's history, Um, from our first reading in the book of Numbers, it leads up to a request for God to grant peace to those who are being blessed. And then in our reading from chapter 4 of Paul's letter to the Philippians, we find the assurance that when we come to God in prayer, as suggested, that we may experience the peace that only God can give us to guard our hearts and our minds. At the end of that passage, following further encouragements to be filled with what's good and true, to live in a right way, comes another promise of peace. It says, and the God of peace will be with you. So what we find even from these few verses in the Bible is that God is the God of peace and the one who is able to give us peace that is beyond any other. Over the last few weeks we've been thinking about how God is the God of hope who gives us hope in our lives through our Lord Jesus Well, today we're going to begin to look at another important aspect of God's nature and purposes for us. We're going to have a look at the peace that comes from God, that comes through our Lord Jesus Christ that we can experience in our lives, our relationships, and even in our world. I'm sure we recognize that peace is a good thing. When we think of peace, we think of harmony, we think of serenity, order, unity. Having peace in ourselves, in our relationships, our communities, between peoples and nations, is something most people would say that they would want to have. Because the alternative to peace is uh, anxiety, worry, fear, disharmony, disagreement, discord, distress. And on a wider scale war. And so from our personal experience to the international stage these are things that we really seek to overcome and to avoid where possible. And so we can see why finding peace in our lives and in our world is something that we would want to have, something that we would desire. What Paul is saying is available to us in Philippians chapter 4 it isn't, however, just an ordinary sort of peace. It's a peace, he says, that we um, is beyond our understanding, that we, we can't necessarily understand the peace, but we can have the peace. He's telling us that the peace of God transcends all understanding because it comes in situations when really, in any other way, peace wouldn't be what we would expect. It's a transcendent peace. It's something that's of a different level, a different quality, a different depth even. It's not a superficial peace that depends on our feelings and our experience. This is peace that comes from God to us. In the Old Testament part of the Bible, the Hebrew word for peace is shalom, which is also used as a greeting in some parts of our world. Shalom, peace, which the Bible speaks about is, is something that God wants us to know. It's a richer kind of peace. Richer than even what we think of peace in our popular understanding of that word. The shalom, peace of God, of which the Bible speaks includes the concept of being made complete, being made whole. It's a peace which brings wholeness not only to our internal world of our thoughts and our desires it extends to our relationships having wholeness or harmony in the communities in which we live an important factor of having harmonious relationships with one another is living in a right way in a a righteous way in a just way with each other and so this biblical concept of peace also includes truth, righteousness and justice God's peace which Jesus brings is therefore includes the whole way that we live together it's about making people whole in every way including healing in our bodies and minds but also providing for the poor and the needy God's blessing to us which reflects his generous nature and his desire for our lives to be filled, to be made complete, is something that we are to share to bring that peace, that God, God's shalom peace to others. And just earlier we were thinking about how Jesus was at peace in the middle of a storm at sea when his disciples were afraid for their lives. Our Lord Jesus described in the Bible as a prince of peace, knew that through his relationship with God, his Father, in every circumstance he could know peace that transcends natural human understanding. I'm sure we'd all have been as scared as the rest of Jesus' disciples in the boat during the storm. But what we can learn from them is that despite their initial lack of faith, they did the best thing they could after that. They brought their fears to Jesus and called on him for his help. Jesus, meeting them in their place of need, in their place of fear and lack of faith in him, commands the winds and the waves to be still and at peace. He brings the peace of God into the situation that passes our human understanding and restores the disciples' faith and trust. In God's power to deliver them and to bring them peace and that's the place we're going to begin our journey looking at the peace of God the shalom peace that makes us whole in every way because we're going to begin in this passage in Philippians chapter 4 which acknowledges the need that we all face time and again we all need over and over to bring our anxieties and our fears to God and find God's peace to transcend the storms of life, whatever those may be for us, and bring us back to the place of peace and wholeness, the place where we discover God's presence to keep us in our hearts and in our minds. So how do we go about this exchange that God offers us through our Lord Jesus Christ? How do we exchange our fears and anxieties our troubles, our pressures, our failings, our sins, and receive the peace of God in exchange. Well, the first thing to say, which is appropriate, of course, as we celebrate communion a little later, is that God makes peace for us through the death of our Lord Jesus Christ. On the cross, Jesus paid the price for all our sins, and when he rose from the grave three days later, he won a victory for us over death and the powers of evil. It's a verse, in, a couple of verses in Colossians 1, um, uh, chapter 1. It says, for God was pleased to have his fullness dwell in him, that's in Christ Jesus, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or in heaven. It says, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. And the only way that we can experience God's peace in our lives is because of the death and the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Through his body broken for us, his blood shed for us, for our forgiveness, our healing, and our salvation. And that's how God has made peace with us. How he's made peace with all who fall short of his glory, he opens the door to his peace for all, and he offers us this peace that is beyond our understanding. But in our daily living, how do we experience this peace? How do we receive and then remain in God's peace when things around us or even in us aren't peaceful or might be stormy? Let's read those verses again. And Philippians 4, 4 4-6. Rejoice in the Lord always. I say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. So first of all, we're encouraged to rejoice in the Lord, not to rejoice in the circumstances that cause us worry and concern but to tr- turn our attention to the one who is able to help us through them. We're to turn our attention to Jesus and remind ourselves that he promises to be with us, to be with us always, that he is the way, the truth, and the life. And that as we start to turn our attention to him, we then connect with this source Of hope and peace and love that we need in our lives from him. So we turn our attention, we rejoice in the Lord but then we're encouraged to let go of the anxiety, the stress and the worry and we do it by letting it go to God, by telling him, by bringing every situation that's bothering us or playing on our hearts or minds says do not be anxious about anything but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to God so there is no situation we can't bring to him the New Testament uh, the, the New Living Translation uh, version of the Bible which which I mentioned earlier um, just also reminder that it puts it this way don't worry about anything Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all that he has done. And that's a really straightforward way of thinking about it. We don't need to worry, we can pray. Tell God what we need, thank him for what he's done. Because if something is trying to take our peace away from us, The peace of God that passes understanding, we can pray about it. If it's of concern to us, it's of concern to God because he loves us and wants the best for us. And so we can pray about everything. And what we're invited to do is to tell God what we need. Now, sometimes we don't know what we need ourselves, but we can still Say to God, for example, God, I need help with this problem. I don't know the way ahead. I don't know quite how I've got into this situation, but you do. Please help me understand what you are saying to me about it and how you want to lead me forward. But in our prayers, when we offload things to God, let's also remember to thank God for all that he's done. There's always something that we can think of to thank God for, even if we're not feeling thankful, we can choose to be thankful. Psalm 100 verse 4 says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. Thanksgiving and praise are ways that we enter into God's presence, like entering a gate to experience what he has for us. Because when we learn to be thankful to God, when we tell him, thank you for what you've done and praise him for who he is, it helps us experience God's peace. Not because God needs to be thanked or praised. He doesn't need anything from us. But he encourages us to do it because it reminds us of his faithfulness so that we remember that he's done it before and he will do it again. For us because when we let our worries and concerns fill our hearts and minds it blocks the way for us receiving God's peace it's like closing the gate but when we give these things to God to deal with by releasing our worries to him telling him what we need thanking him for what he's done it clears the way it clears the path As we continue this process day by day of giving our concerns to God, telling him what we need, thanking him for what he's done, he promises that it will open the way for us to know his peace, the peace of God which transcends our understanding and guards our hearts and our minds. But before we leave this today, just a couple of other potential roadblocks to receiving God's peace we need to remember Bible's very clear that when we come to God to ask for his forgiveness we need to be prepared to forgive others to forgive one another unforgiveness and unconfessing and get in the way of receiving God's peace and if we're not experiencing God's peace and we don't know why we can ask God well is there someone I need to forgive and see what he tells us in our hearts and then choose to forgive that person or people We also need to ask God to search our own hearts to see if there's anything that we need to turn from and confess or anything that's just hindering us so that we can receive his peace. And King David's prayer in Psalm 139 verses 23 to 24 is a helpful prayer that we can all use. It's a prayer that goes, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Well, once we brought all these matters to God, we can receive his peace. And finally, the challenge is to keep living in God's peace. So Paul's instructions in verses 8 and 9 of Philippians chapter 4 help us here. It says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put into practice and the God of peace will be with you. And what that means is that we're to keep watch over what we fill our minds with and how we live because that will definitely affect our peace in our hearts and our minds. We constantly fill our minds with what's negative rather than reminding ourselves of the goodness of God and his blessings to us day by day. That will erode and eventually take away our peace. Likewise, if we stop practicing following God's way in our lives, if we start to go our own way rather than God's, it takes us away from God's peace because it takes us away from God's presence and his path of peace for us. The peace of God is available then to everyone who puts their faith in Jesus Christ because our Lord Jesus has done everything necessary for us by dying for our sins to win peace with God for us, peace with ourselves, with God and with one another. So let's come as we are today knowing that There's this invitation for us to lay down our burdens, to turn from our sins, and receive the peace of God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's pray. God of grace and peace, we thank you for the gospel of peace through our Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you for your gift of forgiveness and life everlasting and for every spiritual blessing through Christ Jesus our Lord who though he was rich yet for our sakes he became poor so that through his poverty we might become rich. Out of the riches of Christ Jesus our Lord We give you our praise and so bless and multiply the gifts that we bring this day for the work of your kingdom as we also present ourselves to live for your glory and praise through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So we're going to uh, prepare to share communion as, uh, before our next hymn as we have a few moments for prayerful re- reflection as we listen to some music and those who are serving communion come forward.
4: It's your blood that cleanses me your blood that gives me life It's your blood that took my place In redeeming sacrifice Washes me Wider than this snow. Snow my Jesus God's precious sacrifice it's your blood that cleanses me it's your blood that gives me life it's your blood No, my Jesus, God's precious sacrifice, my Jesus, God's precious sacrifice.
0: So let's continue our worship with our hymn for communion. We come as guests invited, mission praise number 723. This is the Lord's table. The Lord's table is open to all who love the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus invites us to share this joyful feast. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. The grace of Of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you hear the words of the institution of the Lord's Supper according to the Apostle Paul the tradition which I handed on to you came to me from the Lord himself that on the night of his arrest the Lord Jesus took bread and after giving thanks to God broke it and said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in memory of me. In the same way, he took the cup after supper and said, this cup is the new covenant sealed by my blood. Whenever you drink it, do this in memory of me. For every time you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the death of the Lord until he comes as the Lord Jesus the same night in which he was betrayed took bread I take these elements of bread and wine to be set apart from all common uses to this holy use and mystery and as he gave thanks and blessed Let us draw near to God to offer Him our prayers and thanksgiving. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, we acknowledge you to be the Lord and worthy of all honor and praise. For your greatness and glory, you created us to live. In communion with you as your people united in love one with another yet we have turned away from you and are not worthy to be in your presence because of our sin so we thank you Lord for your mercy and forgiveness that through Jesus Christ our Savior who carried our sins away when he died on the cross we may approach your holy presence as your sons and daughters made holy through the blood of Jesus and by the cleansing of your Holy Spirit. We thank you that you have called us together this day to receive from Christ by his Holy Spirit these gifts of bread and wine to be reminded how much you love us, how far you were prepared to go on our behalf, How total a sacrifice you made in Christ. Therefore with your people of all places and times and with the whole company of heaven we proclaim your greatness and sing your praise in the angel's song Holy, Holy, Holy Lord God of power and might heaven and earth are full of your glory Hosanna in the highest Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord Hosanna in the highest. Loving Father, in communion with Christ and his people, pour out your Holy Spirit on us, and these your gifts of bread and wine, that we may be reminded of your gracious mercy, strengthened in your service, and renewed to live for Christ our Lord. Remember, O Lord, your holy church throughout the world and reveal your glory among the nations which long for compassion, peace, justice, and hope. Remember, O Lord, our families and friends and surround them with your steadfast love. Remember, O Lord, those who are sick those who suffer pain or loneliness or grief, those who draw near to death, and those whom we name now in our hearts before you. Heal them with your touch, comfort them with your presence, sustain them by your promises, grant them, your peace and now rejoicing in the communion of the saints we remember with thanksgiving all your faithful servants and those dear to us who serve you in the glory of heaven keep us in unbroken fellowship with your whole church in heaven and on earth and bring us at the last to the joy of your eternal kingdom through jesus christ our lord who taught us to pray saying our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation But deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom, and the power and the glory forever. Amen. According to the holy institution, example and command of our Lord Jesus Christ, and as a memorial of him, we do this. Who on the night when he was betrayed took bread... And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant sealed by my blood whenever you drink it. Do it in memory of me. Jesus, Lamb of God, have mercy on us. Jesus, bearer of our sins, have mercy on us. Jesus, redeemer of the world, Grant us peace. Draw near with faith. Receive the body of our Lord Jesus Christ, which was given for you, and his blood which was shed for you. Feed on him in your hearts by faith, and with thanksgiving. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Happy are they who find refuge in him. Take, eat. This is the body of Christ, which is for you. Do this remembering him. This cup is the new covenant sealed by Christ's blood, which, which was given that the sins of many might be forgiven. Drink from it, all of you. Christ has died. Christ has risen. Christ will come again. The peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. We close our service of worship with our final hymn this morning, Blessed Assurance Jesus is Mine, Mission Praise number 59. strengthened by the bread of life and the new wine of God's love to offer your service for Christ your faith and your love until the world rejoices and God's kingdom is come and the blessing of God Almighty the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit be with you this day and remain with you always amen